Hello, hello, and welcome to Good Talks. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Murataya. And this episode is brought to you by the wonderful, fantastic, and fabulous folks at Bean Chata. Bean Chata, when horchata just won't do, Bean Chata is the drink for you. Fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. Well, today, today, we're talking about decision-making. And I know we talked about it before, but uh, this mm-hmm. is a little a little spin on it. And as promised a while back, kind of one of those life lesson moments that yeah. uh, that we like to chatter about, if you will. Chatter about. So <laughs> if uh, you'd like to set the scene just a little bit. Sure. Uh, so a couple days ago, I was having a conversation with my mom. Conversation. She called me um, just to help her make a decision. Hold on. And momversation. Anyways, please continue. Ooh, you got it. Momversation. And um, basically, she was kind of between two things where she wanted to make a decision because of something that she knew she wanted. But then, so if she said yes to something or if she said no to something, it would be because she was doing what she wanted. Got it. And if she said yes to this particular thing, she would be doing it because she felt guilty if she said no. Mm -hmm. So the whole thing, the whole conversation I had with her really revolved around this idea of making a decision because you feel guilty. Sure. And I know I'm (laughs) guilty of that. Whoa. Um, And in the end, it doesn't feel good. And something I've learned when I'm making decisions out of that feeling of guilt, sure, especially when it's for a particular person, you kind of, it kind of tends to snowball. Yeah. And you just do it all the time because, and I'm not saying because you did it for that person in the beginning, but I think that it's easy for you to justify, well, I did this for them. Sure. And, um, I know that I've done it and I've really in the last maybe couple years worked hard on making, like trying to discern between those two when I feel guilty for something rather when, cause sometimes I understand like, you know, the right decision, but you just don't want to make it for maybe a very selfish reason. That's not going to do you any good. Yeah, I get it. But, and that I get, but when you're doing something because you straight up say, well, I would feel guilty if I did it. I would feel bad if I didn't do that. I just, yeah, I, I get it. Sometimes I feel like that as well. I think I, we had a direct conversation where that was a while back and you're telling me there were certain things you wanted to do. And I'm like, well, why do you want to do it? Well, cause I would feel bad if I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I guess, I mean, sometimes I, you know, negative emotion is a way that we can tell whether or not what we're doing is right or wrong. Sure. Right? It's like, okay, I feel bad if I smacked that little kid in the head. Yeah. I'd probably feel bad. But yeah. at the same time you have to understand like, why are you feeling bad? Are you feeling bad because it's actually the wrong thing to do or are you feeling right. bad because it's like what someone has projected onto you and started yeah. to expect from you? Yeah. Right. And and I think what happens if if I do certain things because I'm like, oh, man, I'll feel bad if I don't do that, then it's weird. It's a weird scenario because now you don't feel bad because that other, the outside force is mad at you. You feel Mm -hmm. bad because you're mad at yourself and you're like, damn it. I didn't even want to do this. And now I'm in a position where I didn't even listen to myself and you know, worst case scenario, then the other person's not even grateful for the thing they did for you yeah, or you did for them. And I don't know. I just think it kind of comes back to that. 
uh, on a, in a broader sense, the idea of are you doing something out of fear or doing stuff out of love? Yeah. And it's like exactly. And fear based exactly. decisions are shitty. They're not in general. Yeah, you know, even if you have a decision, and that's the thing, like. <sighs> You want to make sure, obviously, you're not saying no to something and it's going to take value away from the situation, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of if if your time and service are requested yeah, and you say yes to it because you feel guilty, you know, you're kind of stuck. So then... In that situation, if you're like, dang it, I feel guilty. Well, now it's kind of time for you to decide, all right, well, how am I going to make this a positive situation for myself? Sure. But if you are saying no to something that you know, like, it's a weird, weird place to be. Because I'm trying to say, basically, if you say no to something out of that selfishness again, sure, where you could really be adding some really good value, yeah, then that's also, you know, you're, you're maybe doing a disservice. But, yeah. but. If you are like, for instance, right now, I have kind of a full plate. Mm-hmm. And if somebody asked me, you know, to shoot a wedding next weekend, sure, I would have to say no. And because right now I say yes out of guilt, out of like, I'm talking like if a yeah, family yeah. friend asked me sure, right I get now, you. or if somebody that knew everything I had on my plate. Yeah. That's a, that's a fine line, right? Because mm-hmm. there's... It's it's kind of what we're saying. The balance between are you being selfish or are you doing? It's it's weird, right? Or, or are you doing what's best for you? Or yeah, because you got to do what's best for yourself. You but do. Of, but of course, you got to look out for other people too. And at least in some sense, you got to be. You don't have to, right? I mean, yeah. obviously, I don't know any of these answers. It's just kind no, of kind of what we're thinking about. This is all stream of consciousness. Right yeah, now. of course. So in a in a scenario where it's like, do, does me not helping someone else, does it hurt them? Yeah. Not necessarily. Um, but is it going to hurt me or is it going to take away from things that I'm trying to do? Maybe. Um, and that's exactly what I mentioned to my mom. Yeah. I was like, is it that big a deal where somebody's life or emotional status or fi- like Anything that's going to affect their quality of life is yeah. is that on the line, sure. or and do you really have that much responsibility for that situation? Yeah, or is it more value for you to say no to this right now? You know, and that's mm-hmm. literally what I said to her. And I think that it, it was interesting, and it was like like sitting here talking about it. When I was talking this through with my mom, it was the same thing where I'm still, I was learning as I told her yeah, this you have stuff. To. Yeah. Um, and I'm still kind of learning and that's why it's fun to talk through it now. Cause I'm like, oh yeah, like there is a fine line. Yeah. You definitely, it's just the point of the conversation, right? Is you have to mm-hmm. start to straighten out your own thinking on it and whether or not, uh, your decisions, uh, are, I guess, I guess the choices is like, are, are my decisions having negative impact on someone else? Yeah. And if that's not the case, then, you know, go ahead and go forward with the thing that it is that's most important to you. It's kind of like back to that priorities list that we're talking about to make other decisions or like things to check off. You're like, if I know I need to film or record a podcast today and I need to work out and I need to eat healthy and, you know, I told someone that I would do something else. It's like, okay. 
now someone else comes to me from the outside and is like, hey, man, I could really use your help with this. I'm like, I appreciate that you need my help. That's what I mean. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like we're trying to, I said, I had these plans, right? So Well, and you, you have priorities and there's a reason why you have those priorities. Yeah. Um, and it's another thing that I think goes with it is like, if you're feeling guilty about something, that's, it's your choice to feel that way. Yeah. And I know that's a really harsh thing to say, Yeah. but guilt is, especially guilt is one of those emotions and feelings that I'm like, I've learned is so con- in our control Yeah. versus like, obviously if something happens, you know, to a loved one or something, you're going to, f- you feel sad. Sure. And like, that's, that's understandable and guilt can be understandable yeah. at first. But if you go into that chronic state of feeling guilty, then you're really not helping anyone. You're not helping anyone. And you have such an opportunity to get yourself out of it, but yeah. you have to do it for yourself. And I was telling my mom, I said, if you're going to say no to this, you better make sure you're not going to go into that chronic state of feeling guilty. Because mm-hmm. I know for me, and I think this is something that my mom and I relate on, it's when we let those negative feelings just sit, like we don't feel healthy. Yeah. I mean, physically, like we get, it drains us. Uh-huh. And um, so I was kind of reminding her, like, you need to just choose to let it go. Yeah. And it's, I know it's easier said than done, but. When you choose to just be like, oh, I feel so guilty and keep reminding yourself of yeah. it, you're just going to feel worse versus say, well, you know what? I'm making the best decision for myself and right. I'm happy with that right. and I'm moving on. So, no, I, I think I think that's the best way to look at it. Right. And I think guilt is an interesting one because, of course, there are things that oh, I don't know if there are things we feel naturally guilty for. I mean, and that's why I guess I say that to me, it's, and you have to remember, this is all our opinions and the way we, our perspectives, but like guilt to me is, seems like the easiest one to control in that sense. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, I don't know if it's the easiest one, but it's, okay. well, no, I'm saying something else, but that people use like as a weapon. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like big time. You start guilt tripping people and all of a sudden you're like, damn, I am, I'm being a bad person if I don't do this. Like, yeah. Like, well, are you, are you objectively being a bad person if, you know, you don't pick up dental floss from the store for someone on the way home? Yeah. Uh, no. I mean, maybe you're being kind of a dick if they ask you to do it and you're like, oops, like, sorry that I wasn't, I wasn't going to the store. That wasn't part of my thing. Uh, yeah. I had something else to do, but are you yeah. being a are you being a bad person? Like, is that something you should? You are know, obviously you harming that's a, society? That's a very that's a very light example, but mm-hmm. uh, no. But I I know what you mean. I've definitely, you know, in certain situations with my parents, if I'm at the store and they know I'm there, I might get a <laughs> phone call in the middle of being at the store with all of a sudden with this long list, uh-huh. and <clears throat> I I'll get I'll definitely that's when like I feel the guilt the most yeah and I'll be like fine I'll get all this stuff and then I'm in the store for 30 extra minutes trying to find all this stuff and call you know you're calling back and forth I mean this is definitely something that I've experienced quite a few times now here's a hard question for you or are you just being selfish I know but that's the thing if I were to say no I'd be selfish well that's how I was raised anyways yeah yeah and um now I get it now I've learned how to say either just 
plead the fifth and not tell where I am or, (laughs) (laughs) um, you know, I've learned to be honest and say, you know, I wasn't coming here for much and I can grab one or two things, Yeah, but, and yeah, I am labeled a little selfish and I've heard it, but (laughs) I've gotten okay with it, I guess. And I know that it sounds kind of rude, but I've, you know, I've definitely, and I've been back and forth with my mom on this very issue. Yeah. Like just like am i being selfish or am i just being honest and yeah is my honesty too harsh maybe i'm learning i'm finding a balance here you got to find a balance and (laughs) exactly and you just you experiment with it and you figure out you know what what feels right to you and obviously the nicest possible thing is just to always like help everyone with everything that they ever need help with sure and then the downside of that taken to its extreme is like you never do anything that you ever wanted to do because right. all you can ever do is help everyone else with their things. And I mean, I just say I help people seven or five, four days a week. Yeah. I help children communicate. So I tap out after that. Sure. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's good. But it, it's definitely, I'm like, I do, a, I do my part, you know? Yeah. No, it's definitely about finding that balance, you know? Yeah. Cause, uh, cause what else are you going to do? It's, it's very difficult to go hard line one way or the other to be like i'm never helping anyone with anything ever again because it's not on my schedule right that's like yeah that's ultimate uh ultimate dictatorship but the other way like we just said it's like you're not getting shit done if you don't ever right if you don't ever say no man sorry that's just not that's not what i'm doing today yeah so no there you have it because sometimes we just got to focus on on the things uh we like and not even the things we like but on on those goals and uh, yeah and of course like you, i'm sure your entire life isn't just about your goals like it's about you know relationships with people and it's yeah, about absolutely being kind and being helpful and uh and all that kind of stuff too um but at some point it's difficult to uh be helpful to others when you're in a position where you're like yeah but i'm i'm not even good yet so <laughs> can can we just wait till that's yeah established yeah and i think and that takes me back to the importance of having certain things in place for yourself Mm -hmm. um in order to be able to be of service to people when when you you can and in whatever capacity you feel is appropriate um you know and that's why like i make sure i have time for myself every morning and i have kind of a little routine and schedule and then I can be a little bit more flexible. I think I think that's where sometimes I do struggle, though, is that flexibility, like yeah. that mental flexibility of like, I'm in the store for two things and now you're calling me for 10 more. Sure. And it's like, I have to kind of just be like, it's okay. Yeah. Best possible thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, and that's the beauty of the best possible thing is, and then people will try and use it against me. I know we do. Uh, and they're like, if I try to get me to do something I don't want to do. Oh, I don't do that too much. No, some people do though. I know. And they're, they're, like, yeah. and they're like, well, it's the best possible thing, isn't it? I'm like, yeah, well, it's also the best possible thing if I don't do that. I thing, know. I so. love, I love that response from you. I'm like, you know, that's right. So, or my other favorite, since we're all improv and both our families are improv, is yes and. Like, just say yes and. Yeah. I'm like, I'm saying yes and to myself right now. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's, and that's true. <laughs> and that's funny because I never really thought about it as saying yes and to myself. Oh, I, I've used that a lot. No, that's, that's really uh smart i think that's a that's an interesting way to look at it and improv is i love improv and i love the yes and aspect of it and then 
I started to read more business stuff and basically they're saying like, you're nuts if you think you can say to yes. yes to everything and that's where I and got ever that possibly from. get anything done. Mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, damn, I that's a good point. I think I got it from, and I could be wrong, I almost don't want to say the book, but I'm going to. Um, I think it was in Rachel Hollis's Girl, Stop, Girl, Wash Your Face. Girl, Wash Your Face. I love that book. I need uh-huh. to read her second one. Anyways, um, she... Uh, there's a part in there, like in one of her chapters, just talking about the right to say no. Yeah. And that no is to make sure that you're growing internally. Yeah. And like doing the things that you want to do. Um, it's kind of. To, I'm it, pretty sure it's her, but I could be wrong. It's it's to leave you open to other things, right? It's like you can't. I, I really like Tim Ferriss. I think it's his idea, or it's someone who was well, on his show she's once. She's a Tim Ferriss fan. So. Yeah. He basically talks about the idea of, if, oh, it's not him specifically, but it's someone who was on a show. Okay. And I think it's the guy who started CD Baby. But okay. what he says is, if it's not a hell yeah, it's got to be a no. Okay. Like, that's, Which I like. That, yeah, that's how you decide your things. Because there's, and they're talking about, especially as you get more successful and, and you have more opportunities and, you know, people come to you and they're like, hey, like, oh, we'd love to interview you. Oh, would you like to do a deal with our brand? Like, sure. oh, it'd be really great if you came and gave a talk here. It's like, oh, come to this meeting yeah. and sit in with I us. I think I've heard that before. Actually. Yeah. And if it's not a, like, hell yeah, that's going to be awesome. Yeah. Like, I can't wait to do it. Then you just got to be like, I'm sorry. That's yeah. not, not, can't do it. And it makes sense, right? Because. I, I mean, I already am starting to understand it and I've, it made sense to me when I first heard it, but mm-hmm. there wasn't a, a lot on my plate at the time. And now I'm doing a few more things and I'm like, all right, you know, even, yeah. even still, I'm not necessarily only doing stuff that I'm saying hell yeah to, but, uh, it, you have to, I think the first stage, if it's like a chart, yeah. step one is just saying yes and it's just like figuring stuff out and you like sure. you try everything and you're like oh this is cool that's cool that's cool and that's a great point yeah yeah and then as you start to go you're like all right these are the things that that it's it's really about like these are my goals these are what i'm passionate about there you go this is what makes my life feel better when i do it and then from there you, you keep going and you keep doing those things and then when other people come with opportunities and you're like Oh, hell yeah. I want to try that. Yeah. Or like, eh, that sounds whatever. Nah, skip it. Yeah. So, so I, th- there... I think it's good. Okay. And that kind of is funny because I was going to play devil's advocate and ask you a question like what? about the, the whole, like, if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. Yeah. What if you are a person who has a, just in general, doesn't know. I, I have, I've met people who say like, I, I need help with every decision. I can't. Mm, yeah. And they're, it's, and it's basically, you're just afraid of yeah. every question you get asked or 100%. like and so i guess but that would be that would be what you do first you just start saying yes and to everything and like it would be kind of an interesting thing to i want to be a life coach now because what i would do is i would tell <laughs> this coaching. person like start like for two weeks say yes to everything yeah and like things that you would normally say no to even like sure if somebody asks you to go you know, to Yard House and you hate that restaurant, just go. Like, say yes. Like, obviously, don't say yes to things that you feel are dangerous. Brief pause. If you hate a restaurant, you're wasting your energy on hating things. Anyways, moving forward. Good, good comment. But you know what I mean? Or, okay, if you're afraid to go to Yard House. No, I get you. I get you. Whatever. Because, you know, there's yards of beer and you can't stand them. Oh, my gosh. That's frightening. But anyways, like, that would be good. And then, like, two weeks, say yes and to everything. Sure. 
and like journal throughout that would be the yeah, biggest thing like journal it. journal journal because if you don't journal you are going your thoughts are going to be scrambled and you also can't look back on your growth exactly you yeah, might yeah. feel a way after but yeah. like like i was oh i know this is kind of a tangent i was journaling the other day and i was like i'm really curious i was talking about how excited i was and like my journal almost annoyed me. You know those people that you're just like, shut up. I get you're excited, but you're so loud right now and yeah. all over the place. And I love it when people are excited, but I definitely am like sometimes just like, can we calm it down a little bit? Mm-hmm. And I was journaling and I was just so excited. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, Marie, calm down. Like, take a breath. Yeah. I was like, I'm curious if, you know, on August 6th, or I, on July 6th, I was like this. Like, I'm really curious a month ago oh, I what see. was going on in my brain. Yeah. So I flipped back and it was so cool because it was very similar. Like, oh, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. And then I, as the week went on in both sets, like different things were happening. And sure. like this time around, my journal seemed more organized. My thoughts even like by this time were, but a month ago, even like I wasn't quite as maybe organized and I don't know. It was interesting. Well, it's one of those things. It's like you're practicing, right? You're practicing writing. And even if you're journaling, you're still writing and you're still learning how to clarify your thoughts more and and figure out exactly, you know, you get more in tune with yourself. You're like, oh, this is how I feel about what just happened today. And you'll probably be more honest with yourself as as you get through the process. And Mm -hmm. and yeah, journaling is the bomb yeah so if you're if you're someone who was really struggling with making decisions and then you start getting out there and uh making decisions then you just journal about how you feel about it yeah. i think i think it's jordan peterson talks about decisions are just like anything else it's like it's a muscle you work out so yeah. start by easy ones like and just decide quickly or it might have been a tim ferris show thing too but basically any decision that doesn't have some really heavy importance on your life. No, I mean, you know, we're not talking about like buying houses and stuff. Right. But if it's like, oh, do I want uh, chocolate milk or regular milk? It's like, boom, just decide. Just yeah. grab one and go. Yeah. And live with the results. And, and then, start there. Yeah, and then be and see like, what happens. ooh, that chocolate milk really hurt my stomach. Not doing that again. Yeah. Not healthy. But more importantly, you're building the muscle of, yes. of making decisions. And growing your confidence. Yep. And that's, that's where it is. It's like letting go of that fear and just being more confident and just because once you trust yourself, oh, yeah, it's huge. Oh my God. It opens so many doors thing. for you. Yep. And I learned that like three years ago. And once I really like trusted myself and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like I can, I can do things. I'm not this little, you know, well, kid. You're, not, you're not very big. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so back to my, if I was a life coach. Oh yes, back to this hypothetical. But I'm saying, I want, I want this, I just want to record it because I want to no, document go ahead. it. Record it. Um, so the two weeks of the yes and with journaling and then after journaling, like you just, you look at all the things you said yes to and yeah. the things that you enjoyed and the things you didn't enjoy. Can you rate them one to 10? Sure. It's pretty good. Why not? Yeah. Put them on a scale. If you're a visual person, make a graph like, you know, bar graph, pie graph, line graph. I don't care. Make a graph. Um, And then what was the second one? So you said say yes and to everything. And then say yes and to everything. You figure out. Well, at that point, you 
basically are doing what we're talking about right now and quantifying everything. You're like, how happy did it make me to make music today? Like, well, that was a nine. Yeah. Uh, I should probably, unless I find something else that feels like a 10, like I'm going to keep the nines around, you know? Yeah. Uh, So that step. And then as people approach you or as you find more uh, opportunities for yourself or more things to possibly fill your time with, it's like, okay, well, does this thing, is it a hell yeah? Like, do I, do I really do feel I want to do it? Or if you're just interested in stuff and you just need to, you know, you're not on some set path where you're like, oh damn, like now every yeah. day I'm making music or whatever, then it's like explore. It makes you know? me think of Bryant um, and him going to New York. Yeah. Because if, uh, if y'all listen to our episode that aired on July 11th with Bryant, Hannon, mm-hmm. cybersecurity and cybersecurity supportive and friends. Supportive friends. Very mean, good. He talks about how he's just decided to go to New York, and he had a reason. He had a conference a conference to go to, but he didn't. It wasn't a requirement for him to go. He just said yes. And no, he's just making an investment in himself and his yeah, uh, personal and it, it was and a, career growth. It was a good hell yes, I would say. But yeah, he, yeah. you know, he just kind of dropped everything and bought a ticket, a plane ticket, and yeah. went out there. And looked like he had a really good time. I can't wait. We got to have him back on and actually interview yeah. him about it. I think that would be amazing. Absolutely. Um, but anyways, it's one of those things. So. I feel you. You know. I feel it's you, It's not man. a hell yes. It's a hell no. There you go. I think, and that's that's a way to do it. And that's a sometimes, well, not always, but I was going to say that sometimes how we kind of make, uh, make music too. Like make a bunch of beats mm-hmm. and then listen back to them. And if I'm not like, hell yeah, like that one's going to be dope, then it's a hell no. But that being said, every once in a while, you'll make one or I'll make one and I'll just be like, I hate this. And yeah. then and then I will put vocals on it just to be like, all right, but what would it sound like if I had vocals on it? Sure. And then sometimes it'll turn into some of my favorite stuff, mm-hmm. which is weird. So th- that being said. Leave yourself open to exploring too. Yeah. So it's whatever floats your boat, man. <clears throat> whatever your vibe is. Obviously, this uh, podcast has probably done nothing more than confuse you, but it has allowed you to think. Now you have a couple different options. Us. You do have of options. Of how you want to perceive the world, because clearly we're still figuring it out. Yeah. Whatever option resonates with you, grab it, give it a shot. And if it sucks, you can return it. Oh, guess what? What's your option? Didn't cost Mark? you anything. What's my when option? When it comes to decision making, where are you at on this whole thing? Where am I at? <clears throat> so I am at the point where I sometimes am still saying yes to things that I'm not necessarily like, hell yeah, about. Sure. So, and I think sometimes that's just, I don't know, that at this point in my in my life and in my careers and whatever it is, that's stuff that I'm still willing to try. I'm willing to try things, especially if you can see like the other, uh, benefits that those things might have. Right. So you're like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll try this because I'll learn more about X, Y, and Z. And that's stuff I've wanted to learn about. And maybe I don't necessarily love the idea of, you know, what I'm about to do or the place I'm about to go, but it is part of an overall plan that I have put in the back of my mind yeah, and part of goals that I have set for myself in general. So I guess as long as a thing is at least seeming like it's headed toward my goals, that's, that's how I make that decision. Sure. So yeah, that's a hundred percent what it is because there's certain things where I'm like, nah, like that. Like you already know. Yeah. Like you hear it and you're like, eh, 
Don't the, feel good. No, doesn't that, spark joy. That's, that's not it. Yeah, it's gotta it's gotta give you at least at least a little bit of joy and at least a little bit of excitement about it. But then it's kind of like that uh, thing I was telling you about the other day where you got to do the things that you're afraid to do also. Sure. Especially especially if they if they interest you and you're afraid of them. Because you're oh, like, yeah. oh, that's intriguing. Because you're going to learn so much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you don't know what's on the other side of that fear. And that's why the fear is there. Because you've never done that thing before. Exactly. So that's another part of it. And trying to get back to, you know, Tim Ferriss and all those people that idea of getting comfortable with being uncomfortable mm-hmm. like you have to put yourself in the uncomfortable positions and just and just be willing to sit there in them and be like this is what I'm going through right now yeah. it's okay and it's not going to kill me and i feel like that's what where the yes and to things is mm-hmm. that's the stage when sure. you are really feeling that fear and sure you could be at a stage where you're like yeah no i say hell yeah or no like yeah. and that's where you like i don't think there's I think it fluctuates. I don't think you can be yeah. in one stage and be set for life. Like no. no, I don't think so either. Right now, I feel like I'm definitely in a hell yeah stage. Yeah, um, which is good. It's great, but I think I. I you feel know, like that's the ideal place to be. Yeah, is because you're like, okay, this is working for me. This is working for me. This is working for me. If anything else comes up, I really have to want to do it because I know all these other things are already yeah. awesome. So, and that's exactly yeah. how it is. I'm on I've been on such a kick for throughout the whole summer break and even now I'm like I, I am just so wanting to be excited about things. So if it if I don't feel even a tinge of excitement, I'm like eh, yeah. nothing. No, you don't need it. You know? Yep. Um and so it yeah, I don't know. I that's where I am, but I'm okay with you know go, getting to a point again because I'm not at, you know, at the top of my field when it comes to speech pathology and I've had opportunities, which I don't know what's happening with that, but I've had opportunities to say yes to things that are a little more intimidating to me. So, you know, it'll come. Those fearful moments will come and I'll step into the unknown again and it'll be great. And there you go. Novelty. Yeah. Stepping into the world of novelty. I will say improv makes me more excited even about fear. (laughs) Yeah. Like I'm like, bring it on. Yeah, improv is weird like that, man. So, uh, yeah. It really, it really, really does because you'll, you'll just make a decision and kind of like, well, we'll figure it out. It, yeah, just, that's it's kind like, of an effort mentality. It's hundred percent. Not all the time. No. Like I'm not. I'm not going around my day like, eh, it. but I definitely there'll be moments where I'll say I'll say yes to something. You know, yeah. I'm like, if it, we'll see how this turns yeah. out. I don't know. And that's a thing. And as I got older. That was one of the things I realized the most was that's just what everyone does is like 90% of the population. Well, it's fake it till you make it. It is fake it till you make it. But some, some people are too afraid to do it, right? Oh, some yeah. people are like, no, 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 I couldn't, I could never do that. Blah, blah, blah. And other people are like, yeah, let's try it. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and I think those totally. people are way more fun. Totally. And so that's, uh, that's the goal. Anyways, I'd say this has been a good talk. I'd say so too. What would you say? I said I'd say so too. Oh, I was talking to you out there oh, what in would podcast you, land. What would you all say? That was a nice bit of dead dead air. Almost a dead space. Thanks so much. Anyhow, that was a good talk. And this episode was brought to you by the wonderful, the fantastic, and the fabulous folks at Bean Chata. When horchata just won't do. Bean Chata is a drink for you. And also, of course, our trusty sponsor. Cereal Chicken. That's right, folks. 
Are you in need of a good meal? Not to worry. Cereal chicken is quite the deal. Oh, wow. Very you didn't clever. know where that was going, very, did you? I had no idea. I did not expect I didn't either. <laughs> that to end up rhyming. Anyhow, thank you for listening. Talk to you next time. Ta-ta.